0: GoLight presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy.
1: You're very welcome to the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. And this podcast is brought to you by Greenheart CBD. From Greenheart to your heart, Ireland's multi-award winning CBD oil. And we would ask you to do us a little favor and visit our sponsor's website at greenheartcbd.ie. So, what do we want to talk about uh, with you on this Opinions Matter? Well, it's a topic that we've never discussed before, yet it is something uh, that many of you will be able to relate to when we're having this conversation, because chances are, wherever it is you work, there are people of all nationalities um, who speak many different languages. But does it bother you when they speak their native language in front of you? Do you feel paranoid? I wonder what they're talking about. Uh, They're talking in Lithuanian or Polish or whatever. Um, I wonder what they're talking about. And should there be a policy in uh, workplaces where English is the only language that is allowed to be spoken? Does it bother you if you work in a company where other languages are being spoken and you're kind of out of the loop? Well, there's a reason um, we're bringing this up because Trevor has been in contact with us and he left us a message about a problem that he's having in his workplace. He said that in his workplace, the staff are allowed to speak their own language, which the Irish staff are not happy about. So let's have a listen uh, to uh, Trevor's message.
2: How are you, lads? Just wondering if you could bring up a topic on your show. Uh, working in an office in town, mostly foreign staff work here, no problem with them. Socialise with a lot of them. Uh, consider them some of my best friends. But the only problem I'm having lately is they speak a lot in their own language, and uh, it makes a few of the Irish staff a bit paranoid, you know what I mean? But lately, a few more Irish people have joined, and we learned that we all speak backslang, which the foreign lads don't understand. And when we spoke it, we were told to stop because the foreign lads don't understand it. And we are just thinking maybe it should just be English in the workplace. Because uh, we were thought their language doesn't count because it's technically made up. And uh, we asked where's their language excluded, but they said no, just us. So what's the story It's it discrimination? Is it not? Where do we stand on this boys? All right. Thanks.
1: Uh, thanks very much indeed, uh, Trevor. So... Foreign nationals talking their own language in the workplace and basically what uh, Trevor was saying is that he and a few of his Irish mates were doing this um, backslang Irish talk um, where the foreigners wouldn't have a clue what they were rabbiting on about and uh, they were told to stop because they're speaking a made up language. But the foreigners weren't told to stop because they're not speaking a made-up language, they're speaking their own language.
3: I have a problem with this as well, and it happened about a month ago, I was in a garage getting the car fixed. Um, there was a problem with my bumper and I had to get the bumper seen to And I went into a garage um, that was run by two uh, lads who are Moldovan. Now I don't speak, I don't even know what language they speak in Moldova. Romanian I think You speak Romanian yeah. Anyway um, I happened to go to these two lads before And they're, they're very good uh, With the car But anyway Went into the garage And said to them Lads I need you to look at the bumper on the car Can you look at the bumper No problem We look at bumper
1: now Is what they said Yeah So they're Russian
3: no, that's the way they spoke. we We look at bumper now for you, Mr. Jeremy. We look at bumper.
1: They were in a James Bond movie, we, really? We,
3: we make bumper good for you. Okay, that's great. You yeah, anyway, so that's
1: what he said, yeah.
3: So I'm standing in the forecourt of the, of the garage and they go off and then they start talking in what I assume it was Russian or Moldovan or whatever the case may be, or Romanian, uh, for about two minutes. And I have to say, I was put out by it. I was put out by it. And I tell you why. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know what they were talking about. And they could have been saying, oh. Look at that baldy fucker out there. Do we have to deal with him? Calm down there. No, but they could have been saying, oh, let's tell him that there is something wrong with uh, exhaust pipe and get some more
1: money out of him. Or they could have been saying anything. You know, uh, but I just. Okay, but these two lads are Moldovan. Yeah. Their native language is Moldovan. Yeah. The way you've described uh, how they speak, they can hardly speak English, so it's easier for them to converse. No,
3: no, 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 no. Their English is very good. Okay,
1: but they're able to converse much more detailed with each other in their own language. But I had a problem with it. What is your... I don't understand what your problem is. Paranoia, yes, you basically. Don't, you
3: don't know what they're saying. Yeah, so I it's think, paranoia. Well, think, so you and think and I,
1: they're talking about you. They're not necessarily talking about you. And
3: I think it should be the same. If I went to work in Moldova as a radio presenter, yeah, I'd be expected to do the radio show in Moldovan, wouldn't I? Um, I think when you're in... Yeah, the, possibly. When you're in the country where the, where the language,
1: uh, whatever the language is of that country, that's what you should speak. No? No. A message just um, uh, came in from Johnny, and he says... I just think it's rude if everyone can speak English. F and hell, Jeremy. Did you bring your car to Dracula's Garage? The accent was woeful. And well, it was. It was.
3: Well, Dracula's Garage is actually not far from Moldova, you fool of a man. If you knew anything about geography, I am doing that accent. That's the way they spoke. Yes, Jeremy, we'll fix bumper for car. you know, me. And then they went off and talked behind and your back. And then they went off and start speaking in their own language. And there was no need to do it because they both speak uh, fluent English. Okay, we'd
1: love to hear from you. Is it the height of uh, ignorance when... When foreign nationals speak their own language in uh, the workplace, does it bother you? Does it annoy you? Now, uh, Brendan, you're on. Opinions matter. How are you, Brendan?
4: Good. Yeah.
1: Well, Brendan, is this something that bothers you? No, it doesn't
4: bother me at all. Now, uh, like when I, I worked in a fast restaurant years ago, and the, on your fourth day, you're told the, you're in an English-speaking uh, language uh, country, so therefore you must. English when you're working, um, like in the, in the break rooms and stuff like that, if you want to speak in your own language, walk away. But the reason being, if you're in work, if there was a food safety issue, and the manager speaks English and speak speaks the foreign language and they don't have Okay, so
1: so it, it, this company had a rule where they if they were working there and then they had to speak in uh, English, but if they were conversing in the canteen or whatever afterwards or on their break or whatever, it's no problem if they speak in their own language.
4: Well, no, uh, I, I, only think, I think it's people who are paranoid. It's are paranoid. Yeah, I, I had
1: an example uh, the other day, Jeremy, in yeah. uh, a legal supermarket, yep. Yeah? Okay. And two tills side by side, I'm at till A., and uh, the girl uh, at the counter, there was something wrong with the barcode By the or way, whatever. The tills are numbered in Aldi and Lidl. Well, number one and number tail two. Till number one is opening. Yeah. Anyway, so there, uh, so she, there was some pro- problem with the product she was trying to scan for me, and she said over to the other girl, and I think it was actually Russian. She was speaking as well. All right. yeah. The other girl answered. Now. That was just their quickest way to correspond because they happen to be yeah, that's probably from the same s- that's probably country. But you'd be standing there absolutely no, paranoid. No, oh, God, they're talking about me. That's
3: slightly different because you know they're not talking about you. Well, maybe they were talking about you. Yeah, that's saying, the point. There's that dickhead off the radio. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm sure they weren't doing that. Um, but no, when you're in an, a workplace... Where the, where okay, but let
1: me ask you, Brendan. In a situation like that where um, they happen to just converse with each other, um, over the barcode or whatever was wrong in the shop that day. Is that okay?
4: Yeah, that's okay because well, nobody's going to get badly sick over a barcode. But when it came to food, you had to, you know, you couldn't take that chance because if somebody said, oh, I don't think that's cooked in their own language, then how is the manager going to? T- t- okay, so, it yeah,
1: okay. So when they're conversing about issues to do with work, they should be speaking in English so that everybody else understands the issue. Is that really what you're saying?
4: Yeah, or even if at the time, it, like, to do it quicker and to speak in their own language and the gets resolved quicker, but to go and then say, oh, you know, I just wanted to say to them, in, you know, it's quicker. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Hmm. Okay. But you, you think, generally speaking, it should be restricted to speaking English only in the workplace?
4: Yeah, because... It, if you don't get it, leads to exclusion, and then it leads to bullying and harassment, mm. you
1: know? Okay, so uh, English only, he says. I, I don't have a problem. Like I said, at the, at the tills the other day, the two girls spoke about whatever it was they were speaking about, uh, something to do with what I, the problem I was having with the barcode. Yeah. I could have chosen to be paranoid and say, oh, Jesus, look, look no, at the man I, there. You look at the belly on him. I, do,
3: I don't know what the policy is in in stores like that, uh, like Lidl and Aldi, where a lot of the staff are uh, foreign national, whether or not they're told that they... But the, they obviously aren't, because any time I'm in of those stores, you do hear the staff speaking among themselves... Uh, in the same language. I just,
1: it doesn't sit well with me. Uh, Eddie, uh, let's get Eddie's opinion on this.
3: I'd love to contribute, lads, but unfortunately I can't speak Moldovan.
1: (laughs) Either can I, Eddie. No, no. that's that's the That's exactly it. Uh, Now let's go to uh, Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dara? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, Well, Dara, is it okay for uh, people to speak their own language in the workplace?
5: Absolutely. And I think if you have a problem or you're paranoid or it makes you uncomfortable, it's deep-rooted xenophobia because, you know, it's like, I think especially Ireland has a history of racism, especially in the older kind of generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it shouldn't make you uneasy, you know, as like we're living in a society now where just all cultures are mixed and that's just the way it is. You know, it's there's nothing to make you uncomfortable or paranoid. I and it,
1: it, you described it as xenophobia. Do you think that it is? So Jeremy, for example, uh, admitting that he was in the the, the garage the other day, the lads started to, uh, speaking the Romanian or whatever language it was they were speaking, and he found that really off-putting.
5: Yeah, I think it is. So you're like, xenophobic, Jeremy. Oh my God,
1: it's the last thing I am. I
3: think...
5: No, but like not, yeah, I don't want to say anyone's racist or, you know, like that, but I'm saying it could be like
3: undertones of that, very deep rooted in you, you know? So the, those under, yeah. But, and, uh, it, but it's, it's not like saying, now here's another pet hate of mine, and it is a conversation for another day, uh, Darren. By the way, I'm the least xenophobic uh, person alive. So I, I, therefore, you, why been, did you have a problem with it? I'm this? delighted that Ireland is a multicultural country. I every single person that lives on my road is non-Irish and I think it's great that all these different nationalities have come together um, but another problem I have and a lot of people would have Dara um, is when they ring and there's a certain company that anytime I ring their helpline the person who answers has broken English and I just have to hang up the phone because I cannot get them to deal with my problem because of their broken English is that xenophobic? Well
5: I wouldn't say it's xenophobic but maybe you have less patience yes. perhaps because they're foreign because I had when I used to work in retail years ago There was, again, the Polish people I worked with, they got reported for speaking Polish to each other and I thought it was very unfair. They felt very targeted. And on another occasion, my manager was the store manager. And a customer came up to me and said, "That girl, that Spanish girl, or whatever she is, she doesn't know what she said. I can't understand her English." Now she had perfect English. Mm-hmm. She was a manager, so she knew more than well what she was talking but Daris, about. Sometimes but that it's... customer just didn't want to deal with her. Yeah, my sometimes it's very. Me.
3: Yeah, but sometimes I'll tell you the company that I was actually ringing. By the way, it was Revolut. I had a problem with my Revolut account a couple of weeks ago, and I don't know where their customer service in Lithuania is. is that where it's based, based in Lithuania. So I rang Revolut uh, because I was getting no joy with trying to get it sorted, and. The English was so broken, um, and by the way, I don't expect people, well, uh, if you're dealing with a, uh, a country that speaks English, i.e. Ireland, you should be able to speak uh, proper English when you're dealing with customer complaints, and the two times I rang, the two people I got talking to, they just couldn't understand the problem that I was having uh, with the app, so I had to hang up the phone, that's that's not good, but that doesn't make someone well, xenophobic.
1: open a bank account with a company in Ireland though. Ah, here, that's... That's the fact of it. But anyway, so Dara, you think that uh, people who have a problem with this really have a deep-rooted sort of xenophobia inside them, really?
5: Well, uh, yeah, I don't want to say full-blown that they're xenophobes or whatever, but I think it is, okay, take like an element of it, that there's a slight fear perhaps of foreigners, because otherwise you wouldn't get paranoid, you know? Mm. If you were an Irish person who doesn't speak Irish at all and you're in the country and there's two people... Talking to themselves in Irish, he would never say, Oh, they must be talking about That's me a in Irish. very
1: good uh, point, actually. That is an extremely good point. If those fellas uh, in that garage the other day happened to have been from um, uh, northeast Donegal, a Gweldtok there, in yeah. the Glenties, yeah, and they're yapping away to you, and then they went to the back and they started uh, a council Guelga. Yeah, I still wouldn't understand. You, you still wouldn't understand. understand. By the, by the but way, no, but, but you wouldn't be having this conversation with me so now. I didn't bring up you, the conversation. But you wouldn't be saying, oh my God, these two lads in the garage were speaking Irish. You just wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. And that's isn't that exactly the point, Dara? Exactly, yeah.
5: That it comes down to maybe a slight fear of foreigners without even... No, it's
1: words. not a fear
3: of foreigners. And I'll tell you why, because the one thing that does frustrate me, Dara, is when you go abroad to a different country, um, and I'm talking about English-speaking people, like Brits, Brit. British tourists or Irish people, when they go to Portugal or something like that, they expect all the waiting staff to have um, fluent uh, English. I always make an yeah. effort to speak in the native language when I'm in another country. I don't have this above everybody attitude that a lot of English-speaking countries have. That You know these English people that have that attitude? Mm-hmm. No matter where I go in the world, they should be able to speak the Queen's
1: English. Yeah, Which ever piss that. piss I off, like piss off. No, um, no, I yeah. agree with you on all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and by the way, you make an effort at Spanish. That's about it. No, no, after you, that, you don't. You don't. You, what, you, you you be a to p- off sentences in France. No, you but wouldn't.
3: I remember when I was in Crete a couple of years ago on holidays, before I went, I learned a few of the little phrases just to use um, in the restaurants and stuff like Hello, that. Hello,
1: goodbye and kiss me arse Calimera, and stuff
3: like Calimera, calispera. And all. But, but
1: it, it's the little things that help, isn't it? So that's the point I'm making is... When but, uh, but to go back to Dara's point, and she made it very well, if those two lads in the garage were speaking Osgoelga, you hadn't a clue what have they were saying. Have you ever been in a garage where they're speaking Oscar. If I went to the Gale
3: Talk, I'd expect them to speak.
1: But If they were, you wouldn't be saying this. No, sorry, this. hang on a
3: second. I went to the Gale Talk last year for my staycation. Yeah, I was yeah. in Bundoran for my staycation. Yeah, You don't get more Gale Talks than that. Yeah? You went into the shops and they were speaking Irish. We were speaking Irish in the pub as well. I didn't have a problem with it at all.
1: All right, well, then you've just proven her point. You only had a problem with the lad speaking uh, Moldovan or Russian yeah, because they're they, foreigners. Look at Dara Oh, you. Dara, you're right about everything.
5: You're right about everything. Thank you, Dara. Yeah, I'll take her place, no
1: problem. <laughs> <laughs> Great to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. 85 okay. is our uh, WhatsApp number. Uh, let me go to... Phil. Phil, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Phil? Yeah, how are you, Adrian? How are you, Hayden? Good, thanks, Phil.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, is it okay for foreigners to speak their own language in the workplace?
6: I don't think so, and I'll tell you, I'll give you a good example of why. Uh, I won't mention the company, okay? Um, I presume, you know, certain dim companies, so you know, as I, said, I won't mention any names of the companies, but uh, certain companies tend to hire more foreign nationals than others. A lot of them just seem to hire a lot of Irish, a lot of them seem to hire non-Irish. And I was, I've been on a couple of lorries with foreign nationals who are well able to speak English. And, mm. you know, they would say two of them, driver and, say, helper, and they're both, You're the, I'm the only Irish person. I'm, I'm only able to speak English. Do not have a clue what they say? And then, say, I was on a little van where we were just doing, say, the underground car parks, pulling out the bins, to, you know, for the lorries. Mm. And then other people were thrown in the bags. And then the lads were talking, say, and. The, the main lorry when I was on that, like, we were talking all this foreign language, like, matter. And then we met up then with the lorry and I could hear, like, a man saying, and he said, blah, 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 Alan, blah. say, And I said, sorry, Alan said, what? Oh, nothing, nothing. We're not talking about you. Because, nah. you know, and you can pick up on certain words, because, like, certain words they say would turn out to be English. You know, turn out to be English in air language. So, as what,
1: well. do you think they were talking about you?
6: Oh, a hundred percent, Adrian. Yeah, a hundred percent. I heard him because the your man tried to say to me, "Oh, um, I, swear to God, uh, well, like, uh, yeah, I c- Okay, c- could,
1: could they could they've been saying that guy Phil is a really nice fellow? No,
6: hundred percent, not no Adrian. And I'm not being paro like. And I've, I've nothing against partners I've a lot of good friends and like out there, like and people in the company as well. And like I'm not running them down. This, but there's just a couple you can see, you know, especially like when when you're. You know, like, say you're on different crews, like, and, you know, you mightn't get particularly on well with one, but, like, it's very ignorant when, you know, that'd be like me if I start, like, ringing me missus, and if I start talking to Lord and Irish on the phone, they'd be, like, looking at me and they'd be, like, scratching their heads like Laurel and Hardy, like, what the hell is he talking to? Okay, like, so, he-
1: so you believe that, uh, it, I mean, should it be made illegal? in the workplace I'm not saying it like, could go
6: that far, but I'm saying if they're able to speak the language like these guys can why do they feel the need their own language if they're able to speak Irish
1: because well they're able to speak English they're able to speak English because I'll tell you why your your natural tongue is much easier for you to talk properly in
6: that's understandable yeah but say, say if there's a guy here like if one of these guys was here is here like uh, over 25 years and the other guy is here 30 years so like you know like that's like basically like over half their lives like a man saying I was a teen when I came here and now he's what he's in his late 30s or whatever he is he's over here over 15 years another lad says I came here like with my mother like I'm you now whatever age like and, you know I'm, I'm with uh, this you know particular companies so many years and I'm able to Okay you know, so so it's not like
1: they just arrived uh, into Ireland two years ago and they're still learning <laughs> English they both speak 100%. perfect English
4: uh, Yeah
1: and you could actually like they'd nearly have Irish accents
6: you're not a kind way. so uh,
1: you believe that when they are talking in whatever language it is they speak, they're deliberately doing it so that you don't understand what they're talking about. Exactly,
6: 100%, because you don't know what they said. Like, oh, in fact, you need to, to uh, put that bin on the... But they don't speak like that to be like, well, did you see the way he put bin up on the lorry? He didn't put it in the middle and then, as you know, some bin lorries at the back are different, they have different lifts and he say, he lowered it down too far, or he lowered it down too far and he said, no, you didn't. I said, if you looked at it properly, I said, I lowered it down as is the way it, I does. what's the point in lowering it down, right, right down under? I said, because then it wouldn't be up at the, the same height This says for the next thing you just press it because you want to get on with the job you Okay, know? But, yeah, but then they start conversing you know. in their
1: own language and you know <laughs> you know well they're saying "Oh, he's an awful prick that Phil fella Jesus what's he on exactly. about
6: because you, you you know because like you know they're looking at you and you can, you can hear it in their voices as well because you, you know where you pick up what someone was giving out about you in another language too you, you you just can pick it up because like okay, so, not you, so
1: you've experienced that on a number of occasions, have you? Oh, several times, Adrian. Yeah, several okay, times. But, but so, um, is, so you would prefer if um, okay, maybe illegal is not the right, but it, it, that it should be company policy that staff when they're at work have to speak in English.
6: Yeah, and if they don't, you should get into trouble so for it Because like you, you don't know what the hell they're talking about. No. You like breaking our parents, they could be like calling you, like you know. The worst names under the sun. And I swear to God, I just chose my kids around this year. Then, guys, I know for 100% fact that they were talking about me. Okay.
1: And and that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair. Um, It's one thing to be uh, giving out about somebody in the language that you can understand. But stay there for one second if you can, please, Phil. Yeah, I will do. Good man. Uh, And let me go to um, is it Cathy or Katie or how do I pronounce your name?
7: Uh, well, Katie, I'm used to
1: that here. Okay, well, how should I pronounce it, though? Kati. Katy. okay, I like yes. that. Kati. I like that.
7: This Katty. Katty.
3: She texted the show the other day. She sent a voice note, and I was... I couldn't believe that she was a foreign national because her English is better than half the people we speak to her. Your English is
1: absolutely flawless. Where are you originally from?
7: From Estonia, and my English is that good because I
1: speak in English, Aha. including
0: work
7: environment.
1: Right, okay, so um, this is obviously... A conversation you've had to deal with over the years uh, about f- uh, foreign workers speaking their native tongue in the workplace here in Ireland—is I- it something that annoys you? I,
7: I, I, I don't want to say annoys me because over here where I work, it doesn't really happen all that much. Most people speak in English usually, um, but it, I think it's manners. Like it's just bad manners not to. So if they didn't speak in English, it would probably annoy me. Yeah.
1: Okay, so uh, you say, and and Phil, I think that's the point that you were making as well. That it's it's just ignorant. It's bad manners, is it?
4: Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah.
6: Because like I've seen, and like uh, it also makes you like feel isolated. I felt, sorry if I'm shouting, but I felt like that as if they were like kind of not not just picking on me because it was only there, like like you know, it was new on the road that day. But I felt isolated, like also because like. You know, you're and I, 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 I'm not begrudging them because they're here, they're working, whatever, like, but it's like as if they didn't want me there. Do you know the kind of way? Like, they, and then the next day they said, oh, you'll be with us tomorrow. And then when I looked up the worksheet and to see who was in, they had another fella in who was, you know, one of their own. Again, like, even though one lad was telling. I'm from Moldova. It, it,
1: it does sound <laughs> like you're a little bit paranoid, though, Phil.
6: No, honestly, Adrian, no, because they said you'll be with us again tomorrow, and then when I went up to the... Your man said to me you would be with that guy for a week. I said, sound. Yeah. So then when I was up looking at the worksheet to sign in, uh, they had already, like, you know, been... signed in, and there was another guy with them, and I was, as I thought, I was meant to be with them. He said, no, they requested another guy last night. OK,
1: now... <laughs> Uh, Katie I'm going to call you Katie it's easier Um, (laughs) you uh, like you said your English is absolutely uh, flawless but you say that that's because you've made such an effort to how long are you living here
7: about 13 years
1: now about 13 years okay but you've made the effort to always talk in English so that uh, uh, naturally your English has improved over those 13 years
7: Exactly. And it's like this effort needs to be made with the language, but also with the culture, like different things. I, I just It amazes me how people have moved here from different countries and then do not participate in anything, uh, be it, I don't know, a national holiday or they know nothing about the country they live in. I think you need to make an effort if you live in a different country, speak the language, figure out how the people operate yeah. and just, I don't know, integrate.
1: Well, it, it sounds like you lived here all your life, actually. had the truth be known. anyway. Um, great so even as oh, I was a matter of interest. sorry, before I let you go. If you meet somebody from Estonia, do you talk your own language?
7: Uh, in work, environment like this, with someone else around? No. No. And I actually had that situation a few years ago uh, in the same company I work with now. Um, we had someone from my country, and she tried to speak to me. In our native language, but I—that was an issue for me, and I said it to her. Oh, so you
1: actually said, "Can we speak in English, please?"
7: Yes.
4: Oh, right. Because okay. It did
7: in front of other people. If it was just me and her on a break in the canteen, probably I couldn't care less. Yeah. But in front of other people, no. This is this is rude, and no, I'm not
1: doing. It. Right. Okay. No, I, I, and f- f- from your point of view, it's all about manners. Yes. Mm. Are you assuming you're at home? I don't
3: know. Do you have children or not? no i don't yeah. Wait, if you if you had children, would you speak in Estonian to them or would you would you have them learning uh, English first English I think because I speak in
7: English like I don't really know many Estonians if I'm honest with you, so no, I think English is kind of becoming my first language, but I would like them to speak both but no, I mean no your speaking.
3: your English is absolutely flawless, as I said, and you know to be able to come onto a a um, talk show where the two presenters are speaking English and speaking very fast as well and I mean Adrian's hard to understand at, at the best, best of times, times.
1: yeah <laughs> and the fact that you can understand Adrian is, sure. is amazing what? great saying. to talk to you Cathy thank you very much indeed 85 is our WhatsApp number send us a WhatsApp voice note with your opinion on this uh, like Connor just did
8: how's it going lads yeah this is definitely a, a conversation that um, strikes, strikes a chord with myself um, I work in a company and uh, there's quite a, a lot of Eastern European that actually work in this company, you know, Poles, Lithuanians, Russians, Estonians. And um, there's one particular lad, he doesn't actually work in the company anymore that um I used to get along really well with, you know, we do stuff outside of work and stuff like that. But them um, he would also have a, a few really good friends that who are Polish that worked in, in, in the company as well. And he's a really, really genuinely really nice guy, but he never seemed to have a problem with this because um you know, I'd be having a conversation with them, and one of the Polish lads would walk into the room, and we'd be kind of having a kind of a three-way conversation. And for whatever reason, even though the two Polish lads spoke English, they would they would converse in in Polish, and um, right in front of me, as we're all having a conversation. They would obviously communicate back to me in English because I don't have that much of very very little uh, very very little Polish, but um, they never seem to have a problem with it, and and. The way I see it is, if somebody doesn't understand the language you're speaking, it's kind of like whispering to somebody else in front of somebody, which is extre- always struck me as a real thing to do. My mother always said that it was real, and that's kind of—it's kind of along the same lines, to be perfectly honest with you, you know. And I never pulled them up over it, but. Um, as I said, he's a genuine, nice guy, and even if he knew knew that it was himself that was talking about it, Pavel, he lives in Poland. And um, if you do ever hear this message, um, I hope you and your family are doing well. Obviously, I spoke to you there recently. So, um, but yeah, I never pulled him up over it. You know, I, th- I do think it's uh, rude and a bit ignorant of him being perfectly honest.
1: Okay, rude and ignorant, and Pavel, if you're listening to us in Poland. In fact, I know a Polish guy called uh, Pavel. Yeah, you know, and Pavel is like f- Patrick. Or, Articure, yeah. Yeah, but he he speaks flawless English. But Paul, by the way, oh, is it okay? Well, he speaks flawless English.
3: Yeah, by the way, Sandra has been messaging in saying, well, she's very upset with whatever I'm saying. She says, "Stop saying that, Jeremy. What have I said? That's upsetting."
1: I don't know. What have you said? I that's said upsetting? anything that's upsetting. Well, the Moldovan lads speaking their own language. No, that was a half
3: an hour ago. What have I said in the last five minutes? I don't searching?
1: know. Have I upset you, Adrian? No, not particularly. Not yet. Anyway, Not particularly. All right, stay there. We've uh, a lot more to come. And Leonard, I'll be with you in uh, in just a second. It's opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy, where your
0: opinion counts. Opinions matter with Adrian and Jeremy. On, out, out,
1: out. Now, Leonard, you are on opinions matter. How are you, Leonard?
9: Great. Hi, guys. Nice to talk to you again. Good, lad Adrian, yeah, I actually, I live in Las Palmas and Gran Canaria. And, uh, of course, I'm living here many, many years and I speak fluent Spanish. I have many Spanish friends. I have many English-speaking friends. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, many times we're together. But if I I know, for example, if I know that some people in the group, they don't speak English, I would never dream of speaking English in a million years. Because I think it's the height of disrespect. I really, really do. I think it's so rude. I think it's so uneducated. I mean, as for um, speaking like um, the, the foreign languages uh, in the Irish companies, etc., etc., or whatever companies or any country, uh, I think it's actually very, very bad education. It's very sneaky. And I just don't like it at all. I mean, it's okay. Well, so if, like you, if you
1: yep. are around people that you know only speak Spanish, you will always speak Spanish to them? 100%. And if you're in company of people who speak English, but also have uh, people who speak Spanish there, you will always speak in Spanish? Well, we
9: sort of like, you know, like we sort of like figure out exactly the levels of the people, you know? And uh, But I'd make sure I'd find out exactly the levels of the people before I actually start a conversation or before I start peeking, speaking to other people in the group. I'd want to know exactly the levels of the the languages that people around me are to actually speak, mm. because I would, I just wouldn't like to insult anybody. I really think it's very sneaky, to like, like, no, sneaky inter- it's so like, it's like. it's like whispering, you
1: know. Okay, and that was what was said a moment ago. So yeah. if somebody on in a workplace, uh, so two people from Estonia or Latvia or wherever start talking in their own language in front of other staff that clearly don't understand what they're saying. You Mm -hmm. think that's the height of ignorance? And the
9: height of disrespect. For me, that's a big, big no.
1: All right. Uh, So he doesn't do it in Spain, and he wouldn't expect people to do it here either. So, interesting. Um, Where am I going now? Dave.
10: Hey, Adrian and Jeremy. Dave here. Um, Like a lot of things in life, I think it's not what you do, but it's how you do it. Um, on the surface it might seem rude but it could be just because the person who the the person who's speaking in a foreign language they might be talking to someone who might not necessarily have a really good grasp of English so they're just maybe explaining to them something that will be easier translated in their own native language I think the manly thing to do is if you are talking in a foreign language is just to explain maybe if you're sitting there at a table and there's three is and two years are talking in Lithuanian or something just explain to the other person what you are saying just say I was telling him about the match last night or something. If the person has good English, I think it's just common courtesy. Um, it's a big its equivalent to whispering, I suppose. If you were sitting at a table and two people were whispering, it'd be deemed as rude. So I think if someone just talks in a foreign language and they don't really explain to other people what they're talking about, yeah, it could come across rude. But it's it, to be honest with you, it is just how it's done, rather than that it should not be done. I think.
1: All right, now um, interesting message. Robert also sent us a message, and he said, "Yeah, uh, basically." Now we're going to talk to Robert in the sex. So. Oh well, I'll yeah. just read his message anyway. Okay. He, he says basically. basically. Basically, what these want is foreigners to come here and instantly forget their native tongue just to suit them. No, absolutely not. And I think people should be given an opportunity. But if you
3: look at uh, an opportunity to, to learn the native language, I mean, if I went to Poland to work tomorrow... I wouldn't be able to... There are certain jobs I wouldn't be able to do. But if you look at a lot of job um, applications and ads for jobs, they will always say fluent English is important. And that's just a... That's not racism. It's not xenophobia. That's just a... Okay, but I want to bring you back. I want to bring you I back mean, I instance, to, bring okay, you back say to say why it lo- Say, for instance, if my local GP... Now, my local GP is from Aside, so it's not an issue. He's as dub as I am. But if my local GP had just arrived over on a plane from Lithuania, yeah and his English was quite broken, and I was in looking for medical advice, and that wouldn't be okay, would it?
1: he's hardly going to be working in a medical practice if he can't speak English. I'm saying for certain, that's the point I'm making, for certain jobs, fluent English is essential. Okay, so why did it bother you? And I'm going to ask this question again when the two lads in the garage from Moldova started conversing together. Because I thought they were conjuring up something. I just got paranoid about
3: it. So that's what... uh, I don't trust mechanics at the best of times.
1: Right, so you reckon they were uh, plotting how they were going to rip you off, basically. Yeah, but I think that about Irish mechanics as well. But you can understand what they're saying. So this just made you even more paranoid. Yeah, that's all it is. This is Debbie.
5: Completely agree with Jeremy. If people are working on phone lines, etc., dealing with the public, they need to have English, um, especially if they're in Ireland. I'm not here to repeat myself five, six, seven times. Um, I won't be rude. I'll break it down, but it comes to a certain point. You know, I, the phone has gone down. Totally agree with Jeremy.
1: You see, I I think that's the height of ignorance to hang up the phone on somebody just because they uh, are a little bit slower at understanding what you're saying.
3: No, I wouldn't do it straight away. But if it gets to the point where I'm not getting the service that I require, I'll just say, okay, I have to go. by I wouldn't just slam down the phone. um And after after we talk to the next guy, Robbie, I'm going to tell you it's it's actually a funny story. But it's not so funny. You know the story about me going to a
1: garage late one night many years ago.
3: You you don't want to miss the story now. This is very funny. Uh,
1: Robbie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you? How are you doing? Uh, Well, Robbie, you you were saying, um, I I think I read out your uh, comment a couple of minutes ago, so basically what these want is foreigners to come here and instantly forget their native tongue just to suit them.
11: Yeah, I think that's what it is. Now, okay, I can see if you're at a table with you know, uh, with three or a fo- with three or a, let's say Polish people, and they're all speaking Polish around. Yeah, I could see where you could see you could feel a little bit uh, sort of alienated. But you know, they're allowed to speak their own language into together. I mean, we—I think it's pure jealousy because we speak English here. If we spoke Irish people,
1: half uh, happy English people wouldn't, wouldn't fucking understand us. No, well, that's true. Um, so, and in fairness to uh, all of the the foreigners that are living and working here, they all speak two languages. Most of us don't. Yeah, yeah most of us can't speak one language. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so, it it, is true. but you heard one of our callers a while ago who was saying that um, he felt on a couple of occasions that, that, they, that the lads were talking about him.
11: I think that was paranoia. No, I, I, you know, we, we weren't there. There's every chance so weren't talking about them. Mm. If they requested that they didn't want to walk on them the next day, maybe you would just shit.
1: Yeah, okay, so it's paranoia, but isn't its is it not ignorant and rude? You heard that lady from Estonia. She always speaks English, and that's why her English is so
4: uh, yeah, perfect.
11: And it's and fair, fair to her. Yeah. You know, I, I worked with people who were also the same. They would uh, they'd, they'd make it a point to speak English. Mm uh, you know especially you
1: know, if so it, okay so if if some people can make the effort isn't it obnoxiously rude uh, the ones who don't no of course not and what about Jeremy and the lads in the garage and poor old Jeremy being talking. The
3: lads in the garage? but
1: it's you gave bad. it as an example
3: well it's a good example yeah. he
1: thought they were talking not, about it, it,
3: it
11: yeah it, it, okay it, it, it's a good example but it's also uh, Jeremy just needs to get over himself yeah exactly. To, you know, exactly the boys want to talk in their own language like yeah, is the only short to turn around and say hey, excuse me, you're in my fucking country you now, speak my fucking language. I know, and, and then they turn around and they they turn around and say, well, you're not speaking your own language, are you? Kidding?
3: Yeah, but there was no. <laughs> need it, actually point he's is, right, is yeah. the point is, Robbie, there was no need for them to talk about. what if
1: they? No what if, what if them if them they? Can, what if they communicate better yeah. in their own language? Uh, and, as they as most, uh, and they most likely can, of course, it's their natural tongue. Yeah, but well, I just thought it was being repertory. even
11: if we went to a foreign country or walking and we were speaking. Let's say we went to even to Germany. We won't, you know, we won't just to stick to Middle Eastern countries. We went to Germany, Spain, or France, and we were speaking perfectly, uh, you know, speaking the language fluently. Mm. Uh, well, more more or less fluently. Uh, but we had somebody else from Ireland to who was all with us. We'd probably revert to English, yes, because we could get the point across. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Let me ask you
3: a question, Robbie. Uh, I don't know if you watch. Do you watch the Eurovision Song Contest every year? God, no. Oh, okay. Well, it's, I'm sure you've seen it before. It's a great L contest. How, How can co- Ireland was win that? You used to watch it. <laughs> yeah, well, geez, that, was, that wasn't yesterday. But anyway, the, the Eurovision Song Contest, when they go to each country for the voting, they'll go, um, now, for unless... But, a television show, No, no, no. Matter, them, no, I'm hang on. No, let me finish the point.
9: That's no, let shows. me
3: finish the point. Let me finish. So they go to Estonia. Uh, good evening, Estonia. Hello, Tallinn. Who's in Tallinn. Good evening. This is Jeremy here speaking from Tallinn. Here are the voting of the Estonian jury. Uh, why don't they Okay, s- and how many people how many people would watch it? If they spoke a native tongue, then many people in Ireland would watch it. I'm
11: just. If I, thong, we haven't got To, a be, clue honest, what Arby, name.
3: to be honest, Robbie, I think it's a great example. I've just given, and I put you in your place. Well, well, no, what well, are you, you really trying try to say?
1: Okay, yeah, no say. can so, um, <laughs> you, come. You, you think we should have thirty countries all speaking different languages? I'm just saying,
3: how come in, in the Eurovision Song Contest, all no matter what country they go to, should do? they're even singing in English? Good yeah. evening, Reykjavik. Let's have the Icelandic jury. Hello, this is Magda calling from Iceland. That's what she says. Yeah, she doesn't speak in Icelandic. Why? because yeah you don't have an answer no we don't have, have an answer alright let me thanks. bring in could some you. more calls on
1: this uh, and more of I, your opinions I love
3: when I win an argument with a great analogy and that it, is it wasn't
1: really a great analogy no because you'll be the first person you watch Euro- this yeah. actually suits us because they all speak in English now could
3: you watch the Eurovision every year and I know you'd be complaining if, if Miss Estonia was gone But two points two, blah, 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 three points you'd be like oh, I don't <laughs> understand what you're saying how many
1: points did we get? Ross is on Opinions Matter how's it going lads Ross here yeah. Unfortunately this is a subject that can't be forced again, like it's, I work from post
6: and I deal with foreign nationals every day and there's a couple that I know, they're here 10 years and the man can barely even say hello my name is Stan. He doesn't even know how to say that. Um, There's a respect kind of aspect to it in the workplace but if just say for instance two Irish guys are working in a supermarket in Spain, fluent in Spanish. Um, so they're chatting away to their boss in Spanish, they turn around, they have a bit of banter between the two of themselves in English. Like, you cannot force it. As I said, it there's a respect and manners to it, but...
8: Again, can't and be And I think,
1: I, I think that's what uh, what everybody feels about this. It is about respect and uh, manners. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our uh, number. We'd love to hear from can you I on can this. Can I tell my little story? Sorry. Can uh, I tell my little story? No, because I want to go to another caller. So stay with Really? Yeah, okay. I want to go to another caller. Okay. Um, and her name is Tara. Uh, you're on Opinions Matter, Tara. How are you? What What do you want to say on this?
0: It's only a small, It's not a big company or anything, guys. I walk for. It's just a basic fish and chip shop. Now, it's owned by English people. It's right. run by our nationals. Now, don't get me wrong. There's it's only a small number of staff. So when there's only three people walking on a night time together and two of them are foreign and they're speaking in their own language amongst themselves throughout the whole shift, I can get a nine, and that's you, you, you become
1: If that's okay. if you're that other person on that shift, you can be literally left there with nobody to talk to because they're talking to each other in their own language.
0: I'm nearly forty years of age. I'm not going to start in different foreign languages just to do a five-hour shift a couple of nights a week because it's not my main job. My main job is in the daytime. I just have an extra job at night time, and I have more things to be done than. Playing the foreign language at my age, but if the show was on the other four and it was English or Irish, or whatever, and there was one foreign national there, and if they were speaking amongst themselves, well, the other person would think they've been alienated and discriminated against. So it swings round and round about. It's not about me being racist or else. No, but it,
1: it, it, you think it's the height of rudeness, do you?
0: Yeah, well, I do. I do. I wouldn't alienate somebody else if somebody else can understand
1: my language alright well thanks very much indeed for your call Um, it was a few, oh, sorry tell us your little anecdote then go on
3: ok this is a story I've told Adrian before maybe some of you have heard the story before it's actually quite funny but it, it, it kind of proves the point so uh, a few years ago I was uh, on my way home from work back when we used to work nights remember those days yeah Imagine going back on nights. No, the thoughts of it. (laughs) The thoughts of it. Anyway, go on. You never know what's around the corner. You never know, but go on anyway. Uh, Driving home after a late night. uh, You'd
1: never work nights again,
3: would you? I would work. I'd work anywhere. Really? I'd work sweeping, mopping up the floors in a brothel if I had to. At night? Uh, But why wouldn't you? You wouldn't need to mop the floors in a brothel. Anyway, go on. Continue with your story. Anyway, driving home late at night, uh, one night, and... um, I had to buy a certain product uh, in the shop on the way home and the only place that was open was a garage. A garage in Donnybrook. It's a 24-hour garage. And um, you go to... By the way, I hate going to the hatch in garages. Why don't they just open the doors at night and let the people in? Because you rob the place. I hate having to point out... Sorry, I want a toffee crisp. I can't see the toffee crisp. It's on the top shelf. Anyway, get on with it. Anyway, so I go up to the hatch and I'm looking for a packet of condoms. Uh, Fair enough, yeah? And... I go up to the hatch, and I say to uh, the fellow behind the hatch, he says, what do you want? And I'll say, can I have a packet of condoms, please? And he looks at me with a blank look. A packet of condoms, please. And I'm saying, condoms, please. Condoms, you know, in the box, in the box. Condoms. And this was going on for about two minutes. And there was a queue of people forming behind me, and I was getting quite embarrassed uh, about asking for condoms while there was four people behind me at the garage forecourt. So... Condoms. Ah, okay. Condom. Walks away, goes into the shop, and I see him walking around. I'm like, he's not going to the condom section. He's not going at all. He arrives out with a packet of hobnob biscuits. (laughs) Hobnobs. And I said, you know what? I'll take the hobnobs. (laughs) Tried to to have sex with a packet of hobnobs over me, Willie, and it just (laughs) didn't work. But but the point was, I ended up having... I couldn't get what I wanted to get because he couldn't understand what I was saying. And you didn't get a ride that night. I had something much better than a ride. A packet of hobnobs. And they were the chocolate-covered hobnobs as well. Lovely.
1: All right, let's squeeze in a few more opinions on this. Uh, Tom has a bit of an issue.
8: Hi, I don't know if you are intending to uh, play kind of the balanced person in the middle, Adrian, but um, I don't understand quite why you wouldn't think it's necessary for workers to speak fluent uh,
1: English. If I'm going into a company or a service, I want to be able to communicate effectively. I want a specific product or service, and I want to be able to explain exactly what I'm looking for. If you have an issue, with communication because of a language barrier, there's obviously, that that, that's not gonna work out. So I'm not really sure what you're getting at with the whole xenophobic approach. It's not xenophobic. It's saying, I want something and I'm going to be crystal clear about it. And if you can't understand that, then are you really fit for the service to be working on? Okay, in. but uh, what I would say back to you, Tom, is the anecdote Jeremy gave us earlier on was about two uh, Moldovan lads, mechanics, talking in their own language. By the way, because and of this
3: topic today, I'm never going to be able to go back to No, those you lads. won't. You
1: won't. That's it. Um, and my point back to him was if they had been speaking Oscar Elga, he wouldn't have even brought the he wouldn't have even remembered the conversation, except, oh my God, there was two lads speaking Irish there today. Yeah,
3: you've been very, very woke today on the show. You've been very squeeze woke. in one more. I you Tom by the way woke candy Kira.
12: yeah there is times where I don't think it's fair like when people like speak their own language in front of you but it's not really something you can do because when we're in Spain or whatever like we speak English because we don't know Spanish but yeah I was on the train once a year going back about 10 years ago and um, there were these people you know the way like you sit on the the outer and you leave your bag on the inner seat and um, they're obviously a foreign nationality because they were speaking their own language. But um, this woman from like, like the middle of town or something, she came in and um, she asked them would they move their bag place. But they didn't. They huff and puff and gave her the dirtiest look ever. And when they were putting their bags up on the overhead, and. Uh, so she would sit down with her friend beside these two, but then, like, the other two were, like, just speaking their own language. But she obviously thought that they were talking about her because she made them, like, move into the seat and she started screaming all over the carriage. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm catagonga-dee, I'm fucking leharis. I was fucking gas.
1: <laughs> all right, thanks very much
3: indeed, uh, Kira. Was there any need for the F-bomb at the end of that? Really? Ah. I well, just don't God, mind... God, you're really... You're woke. I just, Earlier on, you were saying one thing, and... Oh, I, I just, just don't like gratuitous fucking language on the show. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Oh, by um, the way. By, by the, the way, by the way, by the way. I knew. I knew I was going to be able to corner you and, and, and own you on this topic now. Go on. Do you remember the time we were out in your house um, working on your computer? Remember, what was it a Dell computer or a Gateway computer you had? And the computer broke. And we were in the middle of trying to prep uh, the show. This was was about 15 years ago. And there was a helpline for Dell Computers or whatever. And Adrian rang up the Dell Computer and the phone rang and answered. Hello, Dell Computer. How can I help you?
1: What happened then, Adrian? Anyway, that has been oh, the Opinions play. Matter podcast. Uh, thank you very much indeed for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, there he is shouting in the background, please hit subscribe or follow, and you will be able to uh, get a notification every time we upload a brand new podcast. Do you finish now? And there he was. He had the phone in oh, his hand. Oh, there you He's still at it. He's he still at it. Thank understand. you for listening,
4: and we'll see you on the next one. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.